0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Nonfiction Thoughts, hosted by me, the luscious Luigi, and I'm joined by my co host. Hello,
1: everyone. My name is Bird Child. Excited to be with you here on this fine Thursday afternoon.
0: I'm glad to hear that you're excited to be here on this fine afternoon. Thursday. All right. So. We got a lot to uh, talk about today, but first let me lower my seat as is obligatory, per usual.
1: uh, I hope you didn't hear that. Yeah, common pre-show ritual, or I guess during-show ritual, a lowering of the seat. It is very important to the show.
2: Mm -hmm. So, today, I have
0: a very interesting thing I'd like to start off with today. So, uh, (laughs) as I told you just before we got on, we had a guest speaker today in my History of alcohol As you told class. me. Yes. Yes. I'm talking to you. Yes, you not are. Not to everybody else. You're
1: staring me dead in the eyes right now. I am. <laughs> it's very I'm, intense. I can
0: see your soul. You really can. Yes, I can. Anyway. I
1: mean, history of alcohol. Right. Very interesting class, is it, is it not?
0: It is intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting to see um, just how much we like alcohol. Yeah. A lot of animals, actually, they
1: drink alcohol, too. They don't
0: drink it, per se, but yeah, there's a lot of fermented fruits. fruits. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, interesting study that we learned today. Apparently, they did a study where the bats would eat alcoholic fruits mm-hmm. and then uh, non-alcoholic fruits mm-hmm. and then have them fly through a maze. Hmm. The intoxicated bats had no trouble whatsoever getting through the maze. Interesting. It was, it was very cool.
1: Huh. Um, I guess... Bats can just hold their liquor much better than people can. I suppose, and they
0: were like pretty intoxicated for their yeah. body weight, too. Huh.
1: But um that was cool. Maybe it's all the mosquitoes they eat. Their uh their their system is built to filter out so much. They just consume <laughs> so much malaria that they can they can eat Tupperware and and they just filter it out. Perhaps. Bats are they're cool species. They're, they're fascinating like little creatures. I agree. Um
0: Anyway, so we we explored today with our guest speaker the um, the genetics of of alcohol and like metabolizing Mm it. Yeah, very interesting. But um, the Asian flush or the alcohol flush, as it's uh, called by some, is actually caused by two, one to two genes. So the way we do do you know how we metabolize alcohol?
1: Uh, bodily processes.
0: That is correct. Yeah, uh, I thought specifically,
1: so. I, I have an MD. Thank you very much. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Doc, what's wrong? Your bodily processes have gone awry. <laughs> That's, yeah.
0: How can you tell? Well, I just, I gave it a knock. It sounded like it was off. I went to six years of med school. <laughs> um, so basically we take the ethanol and mm-hmm. alcohol. That's, sure. uh, you know, the stuff that sure. you actually drink. Sure. Not methanol, though. Sure. That'll kill you.
1: That'll, yeah, go blind and everything. Yeah
0: that's uh that's why you can't drink the first batch of distilled alcohol either huh. um for that reason because it's mostly methanol anyway, keep getting sidetracked here but um, so we take the ethanol and then it gets uh broken down into uh acetyl 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 <laughs> stuff yes, we'll call it A. A. it's very similar to uh formaldehyde, <laughs> okay, essentially, so acetyl- that's the stuff aldehyde? that. Aldehyde. Yes, thank you. Acetylaldehyde. Maybe something like that.
1: Parentheses question mark.
0: Chemists, please help me out. <laughs> um, something along that line, and that's like basically poison. Mm-hmm. It is poison. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets broken down by a gene called ADL, ADLH2, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, we need fact checker Ryan O'Kirk on this. Yeah, we do. Uh, anyway, so. It, then, from there, it gets uh, broken down into essentially vinegar, mm-hmm. which your body can easily take care right. of.
1: Right. Acetic acid? Yes.
0: So, there are, are two genes that can go wrong mm-hmm. um, with the Asian flush. So, the the first one, uh, ADH or ADL, something like that. Sure. <laughs> the one that's responsible for turning the ethanol into um, basically formaldehyde mm-hmm. is... In the, this mutation, it is four times faster at breaking down ethanol, but the other gene, the one that turns it into vinegar, is still the same. So you just end up with a buildup of formaldehyde, ah, <laughs> essentially in your body. Fantastic. Now the other reason that this happens is that you get a uh, a mutation in ADLH two, the the acid uh-huh. or the vinegar the vinegar mm-hmm. gene. That's right, what we're right. calling it now.
1: <laughs> what so, we are calling it, nobody else in the yeah, scientific world. The vinegar
0: gene, right? Um, you end up with a mutation. You get one bad copy of it. You get less of the, the vinegar enzyme to make it into vinegar. Huh. So you end up, again, with the buildup of okay. essentially formaldehyde in your body, which causes some of that redness because your body's like, there is poison right. in my body. A lot of it. But it gets really bad when you have two broken of them, copies of right. the gene because then it's like even a couple of sips, you get like bright red and it makes you feel absolutely awful. Wow. Allegedly. Huh. It was fascinating. Was that like, is wow, pretty that fascinating. It's so cool.
1: And to, so that's why it's common to see Asian people have trouble or not trouble, but can't drink alcohol. Yes. It's more common yeah. among
0: It them. is almost exclusively found in people with the East Asian descent. Huh, interesting. According to the, the human genome right. uh, maps. It was
1: only East Asians, but... Fascinating. Very cool, I thought. The natural world is uh, quite amazing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Most living things really like to drink, so... <laughs> I, I was speaking more broadly, <laughs> just, you know, nature itself, but yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, I, I picked <laughs> up on that one. But... um. <clears throat> Yeah, so that's what I wanted to open
0: with today because I thought that was really cool.
1: Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah.
0: So, do we pick up where we left off now? The koalas? The koalas.
2: The koalas. Okay. Do you want to start?
1: I'd love to. So, small, adorable, fuzzy, arboreal, marsupial. Mm -hmm. Full stop, period, I'm bowing. Take a scene, curtain closed, that's it. Irrefutable, ironclad, airtight, bulletproof. That's just, that's, that's it. They're just adorable little arboreal marsupials. And nothing else matters. That's, that's it. They're perfect, they're sweet, they're cute. I mean, maybe they're not sweet, and they're probably far from perfect. But, it's the thought that counts. They're, they're just nice little fuzzy marsupials from down on deck. And uh I love them.
2: Well that's fair. But you can have that opinion. I I, I think
0: they are do. evolutionary evolutionarily like some of the worst animals ever.
1: <laughs> okay, that may be true. But given what they had that doesn't preclude them from being sweet or maybe again, maybe not. I, no, good. I I hear they're very mean. I, I hear they're very aggressive too. <laughs> but yeah, like cute uh arboreal marsupials personally mm. i don't find them cute i i think they're they're lovely looking
0: i can understand that however i would like to say that koalas are really really dumb <laughs> and i don't mean that to be mean if you look at a picture of a koala brain it looks like a chicken breast
1: like in terms of smoothness yes <laughs> like it's just it's, they're literally smooth
0: brains it they are literally smooth-brained animals, <laughs> and because of that, they're dumb. Wow. So I I think it's it's a pretty common joke online that if you if you put a eucalyptus leaf on a plate in front of the koala, it'll just look at it like, "What is that?"
1: Huh? Because they don't have the context. They like, they don't have the context that it's on a branch to say, "Oh, that's food," unless it's on a branch. It has to be that's on a branch. Interesting, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm also just realizing now, for, for those uh, among our, our generation, the Zoomers, as you will, the Zoomers and those close to it, the, uh, the famous smooth brain meme with the picture of the smooth brain, that is a koala brain. I'm, I'm, I'm just seeing that here now. Yeah. Um, like the famous one that's like my brain, your brain, and then uh, whatever. The, the, the smooth brain is a koala brain. So. Yes. Yes. That is that is pretty smooth, it's a mirror finish. It is a mirror finish. <laughs> They're dumb. They 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 appear to have a little uh, substandard mammalian intelligence. That's one way to put it. Now <laughs> I, I will
0: say, after doing some some research, um, it isn't entirely just that they evolved badly. They were eating eucalyptus leaves, and anything that eats eucalyptus leaves. Uh, I was gonna say, is, isn't that poison yes yeah so and also
1: not very nutritious yes that i did know i did know that eucalyptus has basically no nutritional value so they just have to eat like absolute ridiculous quantities of it to get the same caloric intake Mm -hmm. as like another mammal would just by eating a couple actually nutritionally dense foods (laughs) just eat like a couple of literally any orange. like like
0: a couple of oranges and you'll have like
1: kale leaves yeah it's like a a bushel or like a full branch of eucalyptus yep interesting yeah so they
0: um anything that evolves to eat eucalyptus leaves first of all i'm sorry on behalf of uh natural selection you got the short (laughs) end of the stick because it's like the worst food ever that's
1: besides you know like poop or something
0: well koalas (laughs) eat that too (laughs) great um now this one i had a little bit more trouble trying to find. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think it's readily available. You know, I don't think koala preservationists want to put up necessarily <laughs> that they eat poop as babies. Uh huh. Um,
1: who doesn't? Who doesn't want to put that up? No, who doesn't eat poop as babies? Is that a bird child thing? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, I, <laughs> I <never>. know. <laughs> I can tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is not something little Luigi did. I mean, I never <clears throat> I never ate poop as a baby. I've never <laughs> eaten poop before. I want to make that abundantly clear. Bird child, bird children don't eat their own poop. <laughs> or anyone else's poop for that matter. But I'm just saying, I feel like, <laughs> oh, excuse me. In the animal kingdom, you know, I feel
2: like that's not wildly uncommon.
0: I'm not super familiar with that many animals yeah. that that eat their
1: own poop mm-hmm. or just like I, I know like down waste. the food chain. Sure. Yeah. It, it happens. Right. Right, but... right. Right. Like dung beetles. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, this is I, I'm sorry for everyone. If, if you, you, you're not in the mood for a, a poop talk, <laughs> human <laughs> poop talk, human waste is actually one of the dirtiest is it yeah really that's why you, you know if you think about it cuz cuz what do we eat we eat so much we eat ah. or, or not so much but so diverse foods we right. eat meat and plants and oysters and fungi and like all these different things Al- we drink alcohol mm-hmm. um and energy drinks and uh, all this all this stuff we we eat such a biodiverse wealth and we have such a diverse um such a diverse, like, gut colony, like a, a microbiome in our, in our bodies that our feces is extremely um, dangerous, like, bad for you. Like, if yeah. you... Whereas, for example, a cow, what does a cow eat in the wild? Not, like, nowadays, but, like, in a perfect world, what does a cow eat? Grass. grass. Nothing but grass. That's it. It's just grass. That's all. So huh. their feces is very simple, and it's predictable. And that's why, like, if you think about it, what do we use cow feces for? Fertilizer. We use it to grow our food. Right. What do you use human feces for? To poison the ends of barbs and, like, arrows to, use, to make it, like, poisonous. Is that a thing that Yeah, did? yeah, like, like ancient, uh, or not even just ancient. Like, you hear, um, you know, about the, like, a lot of guerrilla warfare uses, uses or used um, punji traps. Right? Like a deadfall. Like you step mm-hmm. on it and it breaks away and you fall into this pit full of spikes. And those spikes are usually, you know, like bamboo or stuff if you're going really gorilla or, you know, sticks or something. Right. Um, and to make them even more dangerous, they are used, they use human feces to poison the ends of them. Wow. Yeah.
0: That is so there you go. Resourcefully gross. Yeah. Gross. Right. Disgustingly
1: resourceful? I would say resourcefully gross. I don't know. But up to interpretation. Interesting. All right. I think that's enough poop for today. <laughs> that's a poop dog. <laughs> that's a poop dog. <laughs> poop dog. <talk. laughs> so, um,
0: anyway. But yeah, koalas are... Any animal, really, that has to eat eucalyptus leaves mm-hmm. obviously does so out of necessity. Sure. You know, because that's where they are. But right. it, they're just not... Usually those animals end up being... Very slow, because of how the amount they have to eat. Right. The koalas and sloths, Mm -hmm. because their food is, you know, so... Not great. (laughs) It's like
1: literally eating grass. You thought white people food was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Try Try eucalyptus leaves. Yeah. Unseasoned, boiled chicken breast. (laughs) (laughs) That is... White Are you a chicken food. breast or a chicken thigh kind of guy? I I'm gonna be honest. I don't really care. No, really? <laughs> no. Huh? As long as it's chicken, like I I enjoy my chicken sort of fine. Maybe you know fine how fine like if it's on a on a taco or something or in in a bowl perhaps chopped. Oh, diced. okay. Is it... Yeah, no. I no, was, no, like, no. My, my head immediately <laughs> I flashed like, my my like a fine, fine I prefer chicken pheasant. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Or fried. So okay. like like on a sandwich. Like Fair. a fried chicken sandwich. Like that's Ooh. I would say my ideal okay. way to consume a bird uh-huh. is to fry it and put it on a sandwich. Fair. That is my ideal consumption of, of poultry. That's not a bad way to consume poultry. Mm-hmm. I understand, good. you know, frying it it's bad or whatever. But yeah, t- truthfully, I don't really have a preference, if I'm if I'm being honest. Really? Yep. Interesting. Definitely drumstick though. Do you like drumstick? N- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I enjoy drumstick. Or, or like, a, you know, wing. Whatever.
0: Wing's not bad. Do you like drumsticks or wings more? I Chicken again, tier list?
1: I don't really have a preference. I'm not a huge wing guy. Like, I, mm-hmm. if, if, if you give me the option between like chicken nuggies or wings, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm going to go for chicken nuggies. Like, I, I'm okay saying that. I understand people are going to give me flack for that and I'm going to get judged and i can tell you are right now by the look in your eyes piercing my soul i like chicken nuggies. i'm sorry or like tendies or fingies i
0: wasn't actually going to give you flack i under i can i can see it i understand like chicken
1: tendies that is objectively delicious
0: yeah they are like they
1: they're they're pretty good they are i have found A simple that man.
0: i i don't want to eat chicken tendies why is often, that is that just
1: all? like the processed it's Well, okay. I think if they're done well, like obviously I'm not going to go to the grocery. Okay, I want to make this clear. (laughs) I'm not going to go to the grocery store and buy frozen dino nuggies, right? That's not how I'm going to eat my chicken. If I if I have to... Excuse me? (laughs) If if I have to eat chicken, you know, I'm going to actually, you know, prepare it properly with like an actual chicken breast and, you know, cook it in a pan with like red beans or something like, or with broccoli or whatever. Like I'm not going to... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna eat Dino Nuggies. Right? Dino Nuggies, are <laughs> but, don't don't throw shade on Dino Nuggies. I'm not. I'm not. I love Dino Nuggies. I just said I'd, I'd prefer. I would prefer Dino Nuggies to to uh, wings. But Fair. like a good, like a proper chicken tender, like not 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 super processed, like yeah. McNuggies or something. Those are gross. But like like more in the style of like a Chick Fil A or a Raising Canes. Mm-hmm. Like those are good. That is good. That's my opinion. I like Chick-fil-A nuggies a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm totally Ooh, with you on those. Excuse me.
0: <clears throat> but Raisin Cane.
1: <clears throat> I've never been to Raisin Canes. I just know what they They appear to be, what they look like, and how people describe them.
0: Um. So I've never had a Raisin Canes meal, uh-huh. but I have had a, a Big Dean's. A Big Dean's. Which is allegedly better than Raisin Cane's. Huh. And I did get Big Dean's yesterday with a, a couple of friends
1: on our snow adventure? Snow adventures. Or was, snow day. How was it? Was it good? Well, it was good.
0: But by the end of the meal, I wanted to vomit. Because it was just so much, like, fried food. Interesting. And I guess I'm just not used to that. It was yeah. just a lot of, like,
3: ooh, yeah. okay. I didn't, I didn't feel good
0: for the rest, for, like, the next hour and a half. Yeah. Huh. So that that's, I, it kind of put me off of chicken tendies, because they are essentially just
1: big chicken tendies. Th- they are. But I guess, you know, the I'm not sure how you'd refer to this, volume and surface area are on your side. You know, if you make it bigger, that's less of a, more, more chicken and less of the fried. But, I mean, it's still more fried, but just proportionally, I mean. That's true. Um, but, yeah. But Chick-fil-A nuggies. Those are pretty good.
0: They are amazing. Or, I, I don't tasty. know what they do to them. Probably a lot of MSG. Mm-hmm. Maybe not
1: MSG, but. But a lot of something. Probably a lot of fat. You know the secret uh, to fried chicken? Is pickle juice really? Yep. You got to. I bet that's what they do. You got to marinate it. Marinate it in pickle juice, huh? And let it soak into the chicken, and then you fry it, and it is amazing. And it does not taste like pickles at all. Doesn't taste like pickles. Where did you find this out? Like it just came to me from Uh the ether. (laughs) No, but if you look it up, if you look up now, like secret to good or better fried chicken, great fried chicken. It's pickle juice. It's all pickle juice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We should... Uh,
0: nonfiction thoughts cooking special? Yeah. We just li- it's just audio... <laughs> it's, it's just fried just chicken sizzling for like <laughs> yeah. 20 I minutes. I bet, I
1: bet there's a market for that. There probably is. Cooking ASMR, that's a that's a big... I, I would say there's a lot of people who would watch that, or listen to it, rather.
0: I think ASMR is just a big market in general. I would general. Say so, yeah. Do you, do you personally like ASMR?
1: I... I okay, hold on. Let me... Let me look up, okay, so autonomous sensory meridian response, a tingling sensation that usually begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. So in that sense, yes. Like if you're at a barber Mm. and they start, like they trim your sideburns and you get that autonomous sensory meridian response, like that's a nice feeling. I can't induce that. I can't either. Through listening to something. Like I can't put on a pair of headphones and listen to ASMR and induce that physical that sensory sensation right um but again like usually you know at the barber is the only time that i ever experienced that yeah um so in terms of like the videos or like youtube or tiktok or whatever like no i i, I just don't get anything out of it i do enjoy you know pleasant like sounds like macro sounds like right. like if you're if you're cooking or like drawing is a, is a big market too, like oh, the sounds yeah. of pencils on paper. That is satisfying. <clears throat> or like a pen on paper. Yeah. You like get up really close into it, put up like a really nice microphone. And, and I mean, you know, that's fine. Like, but, mm-hmm. but it's not, it doesn't induce that sensation. Right. In the scalp and back of the neck. Yeah. I gotcha. But, you know, I like listening to like rain and stuff. That's fair. Then again, who doesn't? Rain's, rain. No, it's awesome very soothing to listen to. Yeah. Extremely soothing.
0: Nothing's better than nice rain when you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But did we talk about that before? I think we did.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll bridge
1: that then. You know, there's a, there's a TV show called uh, MASH. It ran from, I want to say, 1973 to 1982. Okay. And uh, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. I'm pretty sure I've seen every, every single episode. It really seems um, that
0: long or that old.
1: Yeah, yeah. In my room, I have a lot of MASH memorabilia. One of them was a was a book, the original MASH book. So the T V show is based off a movie, is based off a book. Yeah. And that book was gifted to me by our eighth grade Spanish teacher.
3: Oh yeah. my god. I'm not
1: sure if I ever told you that, but
0: he, Senor
1: Mark Mark. Senor Mark Mark. He uh he gave me that book and then uh there's another there's a like a little framed poster. It's a small poster, um, but it has Signatures. I think it's a print. I don't think they're actually signatures. That was mm-hmm. a gift. And then I myself built the iconic MASH signpost. So I took, I, I replicated every like little direction yeah. um, on the signpost, mm-hmm. and I, I hung it up on my wall in my room. That's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm very proud of it. But um, in that show, the main character, Hawkeye,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: for one episode, he goes blind. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a great episode. It's, it's a, one of the classics, one of my favorites. But he goes blind, and he comes to appreciate his other senses. Right. And in it, he says, because, you know, so it takes place. I just realized I haven't given anyone any context for the show. It takes place in the 1950s in Korea during the Korean War, Oh. technically police action. Okay. Um, and it follows a group of surgeons. MASH stands for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and it follows them. And he goes blind because it's a war and, you know, something explodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, and they're in their tents and their tin roofs because it's, it's mobile. You're supposed to be able yeah. to, like, pack it up and leave and then unpack it somewhere else. Right. So he's sitting under his tin roof, and he says that rain has the exact same sound on a dusty plain as steak frying in a pan. And I've always wanted to test that out. Hmm. I don't know if that's true or if it's just the great writing of the people who wrote that show, but it's something that has always intrigued me. And whenever I hear rain falling on a nice, flat, dusty plain, which isn't very often. (laughs) I would imagine. (laughs) But whenever I do hear rain, I always think, does that sound like a steak frying or a steak searing in a a pan or a skillet?
0: I feel like I want to make that experiment. I need to hear this. Like I want to, I, wanna, like you can I wanna it in know it. Yeah, like I can. Yeah, It Perfect
1: sense, but I, I definitely wonder, like qualitatively mm-hmm. or quantitatively, how how similar they are. I'm sure you can adjust, because obviously the rain is the biggest variance. You know, the yeah. size of the drops, how fat or how how many of them, what they're falling on. That's the biggest variance. But right. I'm sure you could you could probably create perhaps an artificial or at least or maybe find a, a natural scenario wherein the, the circumstances and the variables are such that the rain falling does sound almost exactly like a stake steering. And I guess perhaps that's, that's the art of the writing is they wrote there, instead of, <laughs> instead of writing the setting, they told you, <laughs> they gave you these variables <laughs> of what, what it might be such that rain falling on it right. would sound like stake steering or steering steak searing which i think is very cool can you imagine though if you're like on a dusty plane
0: mm-hmm. you're, you're in some kind of military operation you've mm-hmm. been walking for hours and you finally start to get close to a tent camp you mm-hmm. see maybe some smoke mm-hmm. and then it starts to rain mm-hmm. and you hear the sound of steak sizzling you get to the camp and you're all excited you traveling for hours like, <laughs> it's just pouring we got steak yeah and they're like no <laughs> no dude what yeah. and it turns
1: out it was just the rain that, yeah that'd be tough. imagine the disappointment that would be very it would be
0: soul crushing
1: that is that is a big part of mash is disappointment is I, i'm it- gonna if if i if i get on this tangent i'm gonna start talking about mash for the whole episode but it's a great show it, it was basically can you satirize war So it is. Is it a comedy? It's a sitcom, yeah. Okay. It's very much a comedy. It's hilarious. A sitcom about. It's hilarious. It is gut busting, really. And like the most famous episode, it is. It is so funny. It's such a funny show. It's great. But the one of the most famous episodes is, um, a flashback from Hawkeye, the the protagonist. Okay. And he's in therapy, Mm -hmm. and he's talking. He's recounting a time where he was on a bus, right? Yeah. And it's a brilliantly r- written episode. Over the course, because you, it's it's told through like the therapist, who's another great character. All the characters are great. Well, maybe that's not necessarily true, but some of the characters are really really good. Because mm-hmm. it it is written in the seventies, like it, it can be a little sexist and yeah. racist. Not it super racist. Comes with the time. It comes with the time. Um, but the it's told through the therapist perspective or the psychiatrist and we see the details change over the course of the episode of the it's the same flashback every time but we Mm -hmm. see the details change over the course of it as hawkeye's remembering it because Mm -hmm. it was so horrible and traumatizing that his brain just wiped it from his memory right and he refuses to accept the events that happened but but he's he's coming to terms with them which is just it's incredible so the the big reveal I, i hope i'm not spoiling this for anyone but you know it's a 40-year-old show, so I think it's okay, um, is that they were hiding under a bridge in the mm-hmm. bus. It was him, some American soldiers, and a bunch of Korean civilians, right? So right? A bunch of Korean civilians in this bus, and they're hiding under a bridge, and there are North Koreans uh, crossing the bridge above, like a big convoy, like a big military force. Right. If they get spotted or heard, like they're, they're dead, right? Yeah. Horrible things will happen to them. War crimes, right? And on board is a chicken, and it's clucking and it's making noise mm-hmm. and it's bark, 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 flapping its wings, right? And they're trying yeah. to quiet it. They're like, "Quiet down! They're gonna hear us, and you know, this is gonna be awful if they hear us." And so the the farmer who has the chicken has no no option but to smother it Aww. in his in his arms and kill it. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost getting choked up. It's such a powerful episode. It's an extremely powerful episode. The the reveal is that the chicken was a baby. Oh, no. And the farmer was a mother. And she had to smother her own baby in order for the whole bus of civilians to survive. And, like, that's just so powerful. And that's just so moving. And, like, I cried the first time I watched it. It was incredible. But, like... Every other episode, you're like, it's gut-busting. It's so funny. Dude, it's you, a, it's like a sitcom. It's like Seinfeld. You could not have prepared me for that. I know, at right? All. You
0: were ridiculous. like, it's a sitcom. And I'm like, okay, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a sitcom. Yeah, right. It can't be that crazy. It's no, probably like,
1: oh, it was a... It's an incredible it like an show. Egg. It's an incredible like, show. It, wow. Yeah, right? Like, you weren't ready for that. No, I was it's not. It's powerful. And I watched um, interviews with some of the producers and the writers, uh-huh. and they went... So first of all, it it's widely regarded from many of like actual uh Korean War vets as being extremely accurate. Is it? And very faithful. Wow. Um and they do have because it's also, you know, it's mostly a medical show. So yeah. they they also have like um medical uh ad- advisors, I guess you'd call them, to make sure that like, you know, the, what they're depicting in their surgery and their injuries is is accurate in mm-hmm. their treatment and what for the time. Right. And uh, so it's a very faithful show and um where was i going with all this oh yeah so the producers were saying like yeah the, everyone thinks that episode is is heartbreaking and incredible and powerful and moving but the truth is when we went to korea because they went to korea to gather these stories to mm-hmm. write the episodes yeah. they, they didn't just fabricate them they went to korea and they asked korean war vets and korean civilians um what happened and they heard that story or some variation of it dozens of times wow right isn't that crazy from people all over the korean peninsula north south well probably not north because it's off limits but people who were in the the north korean but northern part of the korean peninsula and moved south right because the border changed a million times during the course of the war but they, they heard some variation of that story dozens of times like isn't that crazy that is wow it's just so wild that is
0: heartbreaking. Yeah. Is,
1: but. Wow. Hilarious show. <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. really funny. Way to pivot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's awesome. It's That's why it's one of my favorite shows. It's I gotcha. Just, it's just great.
0: I'll, I, I'm kind of, I kind of want to give this one a shot. Now. Yeah. Especially like, if it's an older sitcom. It's I long. I really it's got one.
1: like 13 seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the a, one thing I don't like about TV sitcoms. Yeah. It can be really, really long. Yeah. You know. Without much change. Because it's. Also, old and so good. It's one of the most watched. The final episode of MASH was one of the most watched TV events in history. Like the coronation of someone, <laughs> I think Queen Elizabeth II, the coronation, maybe one of the Super Bowls, and like the final episode of MASH. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, it's, it, I, I remember um the commercial break. I, I'm not sure if this is 100% true. It's a little anecdote, but the commercial break of, the final episode almost broke the New York City sewer system because every single person (laughs) in New York got up to use the bathroom (laughs) during the commercial break of the final episode. Isn't that wild? That's insane. Like a measurable and extremely, a measurable and like powerful change and effect in the water system of New York City could be could be measured from the commercial break of this of this TV show. That is insane. Like, that's wild. When did you say the um the end of it was? I believe this was nineteen eighty two. Okay, and was this how
0: was this measured in in like just number of people like total people just like in the millions world watching? of
1: people watching? Yeah, wow. I could I could probably look it up for you. Yeah. Um.
0: That is very impressive to say the least. I know that. Um.
1: One hundred and five point nine million people. Wow! Isn't that crazy? And I know for for today, that's like that's chump change. Like every, I, actually, that's that's hard to get. Well, well for TV, for TV, it for is. TV, that's that's ridiculous. That's, nothing, nothing you, ever you has come close that to that in TV. But on, I'm saying on YouTube, like on on YouTube, every that's other good. Mr. Beast video gets a hundred million views. But I like, mean, it's also like.
0: YouTube's easier. That's crazy. That's, that's concurrent a, those are viewers.
1: That is concurrent. That's yeah. like a live stream. That's like a Twitch live stream with a hundred million people. Yeah, like that has never happened. That that's that's insane. insane. That's crazy numbers. But so you, you can see now, you know, if a hundred million people flush their toilets at once, like that's a yeah. big <laughs> deal. Like you, you're gonna feel that.
0: You ever? Did you ever watch uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? No, I haven't. Okay, well that was another sitcom on like. Uh, probably like Disney or Nick or something. Uh huh. It was kind of, kind of dumb, kind of cheesy. But there was oh. this one episode with right, a, go ahead. the one character Cookie. Cookie. It was really good friends with the janitor, and they were like, "If we flush all of the toilets in the school at the same time, the school <laughs> will sit, will <laughs> lift up a few feet <laughs> off the ground." So the whole plot of the episode was them trying to set up a contraption and like a plan to get them all, to get the school to to lift off the ground. Yeah. I wonder if the city of New York lifted up a couple <laughs> of inches. It,
1: honestly. I, maybe not a couple inches, but probably like a couple, you know, microns or fractions of the width of uh, an atom, almost certainly. Um, but I'm I'm seeing here now that this is actually a hundred million. This is this is wild. So this is a quote from MeTV. MeTV is is the network. Yeah, uh, it stands for Memorable Entertainment Television. This is the network that I watch it on right. for most of the time. But you know box sets float around, uh, CDs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um a whopping 105.9 million people watched on average over the two and a half hours, with that number peaking at 121.6 million people in the wow. final six minutes. How long was the finale? It was two and a half hours. Two and a, For a sitcom? Yeah. How long was each episode typically? A half hour? A half hour, yeah. Or 23 minutes or whatever wow. it is for cable TV. Okay,
0: that's pretty... For a sitcom, you know it's beloved when it gets yeah. like quadruple the normal runtime. That's,
1: that's a feature length movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is a feature film. That's insane. Which is, which is crazy. But yeah, it was broken up, I, I recall, broken up into a, a bunch of vignettes. And it's powerful. It's moving. Because, I mean, think about it. If you're watching this, you've had 13, y- or no, 13, 11, I think 11, 73, 73 to 82, yeah. nine. That's, yeah. Nine. You've had nine years. That's re- nine years to to love these characters yeah. and to learn them and to learn their intricacies and say goodbye to them and mm-hmm. say hello to new ones. the The, the cast changed a uh, a little bit. There were always a few core characters, but you know, it it changed around a bit. But you've mm-hmm. you've come to love these people and be so you know familiarized with their situation and like you're saying goodbye to them. Like that's that's powerful. It was very very moving, but yeah, it's uh it's pretty crazy.
0: I could imagine.
1: There's a which is funny though because the actual Korean War only lasted like less than three years, I think, and this went on for nine.
0: Must have been a lot of content. Yeah, <laughs> that happened in three years. Yeah. Um, it was a very emotional thing when something like so long
1: right ends like that. You just got to say goodbye.
0: Yeah. Like I know, are you familiar with one piece at all? No, I, I know of it. Okay. Well, one piece has been going strong for since like 1998 or something.: Yeah, so when that ends, it's going to there, there have been devastated. people who have been reading it since day one. Yeah,
1: I, I don't doubt it.
0: it's It's over 20 years it's gone. yeah, like weekly, which is insane.
1: That is crazy. but
0: um
2: Yeah I think
1: um,
0: this is where we we take a moment mm-hmm. and just uh, pause. Pause. pause to think about all 11th. of the media that we that has carried us through a dark time that's been with us for a mm-hmm. long
1: time. poignant. so hopefully that's nonfiction thoughts. <laughs> I, mean, I doubt <laughs> it though. Well, I mean, we've been around for a couple weeks. Uh, three
0: weeks on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. so maybe in the future, maybe somebody, in the future. maybe somebody will look
1: at this if you're digging deep into the archives
0: of nonfiction thoughts. yeah. Maybe this will be your, your show that carried you through a dark time. I hope I so. hope so. That would be very nice. That would be. So, take a moment, just pause, and
2: think about it. I just burped. Sorry. Nice burp. Thank you. Nice burp.
0: <laughs> now, after our little break... Third child, yes. I think it would be only fitting if you if you said the the piece of media that
1: got you through some dark
0: times, or that you appreciate that you always go back to. Yes, if you say Mash, that would be really funny. Mash,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love Mash, but but I have I have a lot of favorites. Um, so to give you some context, growing up, um, I didn't really have like cable, cable like Mm. proper cable. Interesting, as, as most people have, it was like corner cut cable, if that makes sense. Corner cut cable? So it was like, the only thing I watched that was like kid shows was exclusively PBS Kids.
0: Oh, uh, so you just had, you had an antenna.
1: Like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't an it? antenna. It was just like a cheap cable package. I'm oh, not okay. sure. Looking back, I really don't know what it was. <laughs> all huh. I knew is that I didn't get Cartoon Network or Disney or like anything like that. Huh. I only got... Poor soul. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it though. It was all like public stuff. But Well, no, I mean... You didn't get regular show. I didn't you know get I regular like, show or SpongeBob or yeah. Adventure Time. But or or, or uh, I sometimes got the Simpsons, but basically as a as a young child, the only thing I got was PBS Kids. Mm-hmm. And I, when, of course, you know, when you're a little kid and you want to watch SpongeBob and you say, "No, you have to watch, you know, Sesame Street." Like that kind of sucks. But yeah. I've come to really appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that was probably one of the best things that could have happened to me growing up mm-hmm. because now Curious George, Sesame Street, uh, Word Girl, Arthur, Martha Speaks, mm-hmm. Cyber Chase. Like that's my that's my my core, like my bread and butter. Yeah. Like I I love those shows with all of my heart. Curious George, moi Curious Arthur, was moi. Cyber Chase, that was probably my favorite. I loved Cyber Chase. I
0: don't think I've ever heard of Cyber Chase.
1: Amazing show. Really? Yeah. And, like, even Sesame Street and, like, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't be beat. And then my special treat. If ever I went to my aunt's house or my grandma's house, mm-hmm. then I would watch Spongebob. Ooh. And that was awesome. And I think that's the perfect, like, like leaving it as the cherry on top. Like, Spongebob and Regular Show and Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. I've come to really love, love those shows. Like, I, I watch them now, even yeah. today. Like. Yesterday. Like I still watch those shows. But but I, I definitely have come to appreciate them as the cherry on top as opposed to the actual the bread, the cake, the sponge. Yeah. And that is not sponge, Bob, but Curious George and Word Girl and all that stuff. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: I'm not familiar with most of those. But those basically because...
1: everything I just mentioned are yeah. are pieces of media that I really enjoy. I respect that. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Something so nostalgic about them, too. Yeah. I know that feeling. Like, the other day, I listened to the Word Girl intro sequence. Like, Uh I watched a Word Girl episode, and I I listened to the—or not the full episode, but I listened to the intro sequence for the first time in, like, 10 years. It was powerful. It was weird. That's a feeling. Yeah, right? Like, that's intense. Word Girl was never my favorite. Sorry, I keep cutting you (laughs) off. Stop that! B-b-b-b- Stop! B-b-b-b-b-b-b- That's it. You're getting muted. No.
2: <laughs> oh, please! <Okay. laughs> um,
0: yeah, I've never heard of those shows mm. except Arthur and like, um,
1: Curious George, Brain right. Fart. Mostly what did you say? Brain Fart. Oh, Brain mm-hmm. Fart. Yeah, I was like, did you just say fart? <laughs> and you, you did. <laughs> I did. Yes, on public radio. Can you say that? Yes, you can. Yeah,
0: it's not on the list of seven words we can't it say. It is not on the list. on radio. Maybe not if we okay. jumped exclusively to Spotify,
1: yeah, then we
0: can say fart all we want. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the first thing we do if we do a Spotify exclusive episode. Just like start it, is it is off. Fart, fart. Like 10 hello, times. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, the the media that I really yes. appreciate. What is yours? Um, mine is Naruto. Hmm. I have a lot of really good memories. Of right, Naruto. Right. I started watching Naruto in like fourth grade. Uh huh. How old is it? Naruto, I think, started in ninety. Wow. Early two thousands, late nineties. Uh huh. But um, and it ran until I believe twenty fourteen ish. That area.
1: Okay. Um. Was it a big deal when it when it ended? Yeah, I, don't, I can't really recall. I mean, then again, I was I was ten. So. Yeah, you, you weren't. <laughs> I
0: didn't really care. I mean, you weren't exactly in the the anime sphere
1: in yeah, school no, when it ended. I either. was not.
0: You were very anti anime, if I recall. <laughs> uh, well, I was in my weeb phase, sure. so
1: um, polar opposites. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you would you would remember, and I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, and I don't. But uh,
0: Naruto was a a very inspiring show mm. for me. As, as mm-hmm. Like I I had a lot of. Uh, moments as a child where i would like spend all day watching naruto yeah because i i was alone at wherever i might have been there was like nowhere nobody else to sure talk to and i was a bit of a shy kid Mm -hmm. um around people i didn't know and there weren't a lot of people my age either so that it made it harder so i just watched a lot
1: of what are you referring to in like your neighborhood um yeah okay like our neighborhoods
0: not my neighborhood near school cuz i have my neighbors but sure. when i was elsewhere right 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 um like when i was with my mom there okay, weren't always sure. a lot of kids my age right 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 they were either older or a lot younger yeah. or old people yeah so That's it kind of how my neighborhood is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a lot of days where i was just alone watching normal. right right and you know what those those characters became like yeah yeah very close to my heart very near and dear sure. so like and there there's such such a wondrous show. It was like, you're, in a, you're a bunch of ninjas, in quotes, because they dressed in like bright orange. And right. And all these Naruto does. And they, they got like, all these cool powers. Like, man, yeah, I wish I could do that at 12 years old. Like, yeah. They were my age. And they were throwing energy balls at each other. That's great. That's using shadows to possess people. It was really cool. That is, that yeah. is fun. It got, like, got a lot of my imagination going. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like that's, that's really powerful. helped me Absolutely. think about stories and things Absolutely. like that. Like, I
1: always... I think that's one of the most important things yeah. for for like those those developmental like early childhood mm-hmm. to childhood TV shows. Yeah. Just like just get you excited, like get your imagination going. Yeah. Like just get you interested. Absolutely. And and motivated and creative. Yeah. Vid.
0: I feel like people don't give those give those enough credit. No, it's like shows not. like I don't know, regular show. Like, yeah, it's dumb. It's clever humor. It's clever. It's funny. It's funny. Especially if you're an adult. <laughs> But even as a kid, like it, people just look at it and go, oh, "That's brain rot." It's like, well, no, not really. Yeah. I mean, if it gets your your child to think yeah. about, you know, like a funny thing, right? I think that's incredibly valuable. I, I definitely agree. So like reading nonfiction or not nonfiction, reading fiction books mm. is very important. For um, I, I've done a little bit of reading on this. Um, mm. Fiction, nonfiction reading. <laughs> nonfiction reading. <laughs> nonfiction on reading, fiction, reading. Reading. On fiction reading. books. That I'm now sharing as my nonfiction thought. Wow. That is intense. Absolutely. Sheesh. You might want to roll that one back a little yeah, bit. Really? <laughs>
1: so, nonfiction reading, on fiction reading that you're sharing on nonfiction thoughts? Yes. Wow. So, apparently, uh, when you read mm-hmm. fiction, it helps you
0: a lot with. Um, I forget the kind of intelligence, as I often do. I <laughs> don't remember all of the details, but it's, it's the kind that helps you, like, Understand people
1: and understand interpersonal or intrapersonal. I think it's yes. intrapersonal interpersonal. I think is well No, it's Let, it's inter
0: interpersonal because intrastate commerce is in-state and interstate is between states
2: So
1: it would be sure Why Are you booing me I'm right <laughs> What did you say? Interpersonal? It 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 would be interpersonal. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, communications. Just because it helps you. I guess because it gives you examples of like how people would act. (laughs) Have have you found something interesting? This is is probably, I'm making a face. I'm looking. This is a really dumb infographic. It says intrapersonal conflict is conflict within oneself. Right. Intrapersonal conflict is conflict between two people. (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> they're they're identical. I went through it. I n i n t r t r a a personal person. Like it's it's anyway.
0: That's not like a two or a two typo. That's a that's a big that's a big concept typo. Yeah, that's like
1: yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, well, oh yeah, right. I I, I would assume
0: fiction. I'm not sure exactly why, but I would assume it's because if you're like um, characters and Aristotelian. You believe in, in the poetics it, it's an imitation of what sure. we would normally do so right, maybe not right, a full right, picture right. but it gives you more of an idea right what to latch on to that's pretty cool so,
1: i don't know about you but i've that's always gravitated neat.
0: more towards fiction and stories and i think they're
1: yeah i would say as a child definitely yeah you know it, as i've grown pr- i've probably gravitated more towards nonfiction. Mm-hmm. um but certainly as a child and even too you know for just imagination yeah fiction is fiction is pretty great i agree
0: when you were a kid, I don't know if this is just a me thing, or maybe it's just uh, a couple no, of No, I people. didn't eat poop. <laughs> Guys, it's not weird, I promise.
1: <laughs> I swear I didn't eat poop.
0: Uh, to be clear. Yes. I have not eaten poop. Okay, neither have I. I, I never planned to. <laughs> neither do I. I <laughs> oh, we're getting a phone call. Um, I would answer the phone. However, I will be completely honest. <laughs> you don't know how. I don't know how to put it through to air. Okay. So.
1: Can we call them back? <laughs> I, I think we can. Can we call you back? All right. Call us back. I, at like, we appreciate the call. A little bit after five. Thank you, though. Um, anyway. Fiction. Um, where were we? Fiction. Fiction. When I was a kid. When I was a kid. I did not eat poop. But maybe <laughs> this was just a you thing. When I was a kid. Um because I watched, like,
0: Naruto and Dragon Ball and all those things, I, I would always think of things like, oh, that'd be a really cool story. And hmm. what, what if I had a, a power system like that? Yeah, Where
1: I could yeah. do I this. You told me about this one time.
0: Where I could, like, what if What if they could manipulate the air this way right, and do right. this thing? Like, yeah. how cool would that be? I don't know. Was that something you did as a kid where you I, thought You not, thought about your own
1: stories? I, I wouldn't say I thought about my own stories, but, I mean, not, not in those concrete terms, at least. Like, I... I when I was a kid, like, I wasn't an iPad kid. I guess this, yeah. we're probably one of the last generations to be able to say this. I, I sound like a boomer right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but we're probably one of the last generations to be able to do this. But, like, when I was a kid, when I was bored, I would just, like, sit there. Like, I just, if, if I had nothing to do, you know, there was nothing on TV, I would just turn the TV off and just sit on the couch and just, yeah. just ruminate. I would just ruminate there with my, with my childhood thoughts. And, and you know, I would come up with, you know, all these stories, but, like, I never thought, like, oh, that's a cool story. I should write that down because, mm-hmm. you know, I was, like, four or yeah. whatever. <laughs> but right, right. I mean, yeah, I, I, I developed uh, storylines, I guess you could say, in my head okay. pretty frequently. I wasn't sure if that was just
0: something, like, I did or yeah, no. something everybody did. I think that's did. a
1: sign of a healthy, uh, creative young mind this is just, like, come up with stories, even if they don't know like, have you ever seen The Croods? No, I haven't. I always wanted to as a kid, it's but good. I've never seen it. You know, it's pretty good, but, but one of the, in the first one, because there are two, uh-huh. in the first one, the, uh, the old woman, they, they, they have the stories. The Croods are cavemen, for those who don't know. Right. And they have these stories, they call them, and they're introduced to another person who uh, appears to be sort of like a homo sapien to their um, homo erectus. Yeah. And he, he tells them a joke. And the woman goes, that's a funny story. And he's like, it's not a story. It's a joke. Like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I feel like that's like the kids. Like, what's a story? What's a joke? These are just thoughts I have. What are thoughts? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just thinking about like, I don't know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something like <laughs> I, I'm I'm not thinking in your concrete terms. You you can't hold me. You can't contain me. I don't know. I Maybe that's shamed. just me.
0: Hmm? My mind is
1: unchained. Yeah. You're, you, literally, your mind is unchained. You're just a kid just thinking. Yeah.
0: I think uh, it might have been you who told me this one time, or maybe I saw it somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, the way kids make—I think it might have been in my psychology class. Mm-hmm. They, they said that the way a kid makes brain connections mm-hmm. and things like that is very similar to an
1: adult on acid. <laughs> wow! I think that—I I don't think that was me. I would have remembered that if, if that were me.
0: It was probably my psychology class then.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's an interesting. Concept. That is pretty Just crazy. To, like do you remember like leaps in logic as a kid? Like no, where you would like make like a weird
1: leap. It's oh. like Oh I yeah, thought why, that was like did a TV I show. Ever think that? <laughs> like <laughs> Yes, definitely. Like there were things that I just sort of was exposed to as a kid. Yep. And I just sort of like internalized them. And then only now, later as I've grown, have I looked back and be like, Wait, what? Like that that makes no sense. Or like actually thought about it. And like, whoa, that that's crazy. Like I never actually thought about it mm-hmm. just because like as a kid i'm trying to think of an example but I, I i just can't but like i guess like rooms in my house is the only one that jumps to mind right now uh, there, there's so many and they're all probably much better than that but like when i take a shower on my right side because i face away from the faucet I'm not sure oh you're in a way faucet. i'm in a way from the from the shower head Oh, um, interesting. But yeah, on my right side, there's a wall there. Right. And like my entire life, I've just never thought about what's on the other side of it. And then I went home from my first semester of college mm-hmm. over winter break. And I, I thought about it for the first time. I was like, that's 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 the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> like it just it blew my mind. So for 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 just clarification. It wasn't my kitchen, but, like, I have high ceilings. Mm-hmm. And so the, the kitchen dining area has sort of a tall atrium. Yeah. And that, that wall extends very high up. Mm-hmm. And the bathroom, which is on the second floor, that wall is not the kitchen, but that wall is part of the very high ceiling of the kitchen, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah. But basically, like, I just thought for the first time after 18 years about what's on the other side of that wall. And when I realized, like it was, it was strange. It was a strange feeling, like wow. I always thought there was just like nothing, just void, <laughs> just the back rooms or the ether behind yeah. this wall. But no, it's it's just like it's the 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 high ceiling above my dining table. Wow. Like it's it was just so strange. But just stuff like that. Huh. About about the world and the people around me, okay. and and my house and and stuff. But yeah, like I would make these, or. or not even make these connections, but just like take things for granted. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, that's just the wall there. But mm-hmm. Like, I never actually thought about them. Yeah. With, with a critical analyzing mind. Right.
0: Sometimes, the more you slow down and think about things, the mm-hmm. more you
1: think. The more,
0: I th- feel like the more things blow your mind. So yeah, you
1: know? I would absolutely I agree. i thought about it that way. Yeah. Like, whoa, that's, that's so crazy. Yeah.
0: Like that thing that you tell people sometimes, and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, that thing. <laughs> the thing. You know, when you tell somebody a thing and they go, oh, wow, I never thought about that thing that way. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: And then and Did then... you
0: think about this thing this way?
1: And you never thought about this thing that way either? No. And now you're both better off for it. Exactly. Sorry, I'm I'm untangling my headphones right now, but but I'm keeping them on my head, so it's difficult. I well, have to like loop the tangled cords like around my head, and it's it's like a necklace. It's a whole thing.
0: Well, I think that um, you know that thing.
1: While you're while you're doing that, I did not get them. You, what, think about this thing, real quick. Okay. In this way. Okay. I'm thinking.
0: You never thought it. Think about it like this. So the thing does that, uh-huh. and then you do the thing. Okay. And then you move it a different way. Sure. And the doohickey becomes the thing.
1: You know, I never thought of it that way.
0: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, I think we're about out of time. Yeah, so, I'm gonna, I'll leave you guys
1: with, like with this.
0: So, think about a thing and see <laughs> no, if you no, find no it a different this. way. Okay, yeah.
1: Think, think about, about a it a different way. And, and think about it a different way.
0: Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yes. You've been listening to Nonfiction Thoughts. This oh, yeah. is your host. Delicious Luigi, joined by the co-host.
1: Birdchild. Bird bird.
0: Have a wonderful rest of your day. Absolutely spectacular. Be safe.
2: You forgot to say toodles.